1: Agnes Moorhead, a tale well calculated
0: to keep you in suspense. All I did was send a letter, that's all. You can't blame me for what happened. I didn't start it. Hundreds of people do it every day. I've always been a good wife. By the morning it started, I was fixing George's breakfast. Not just toast like some women, but bacon and eggs and hot biscuits. Coffee ready? Your bacon is burned to a crisp.
1: I said I only wanted fruit juice and coffee. I went down to the road to pick up the mail.
0: Why do you always run for the mail? Are you expecting something you don't want me to see, George?
1: If there was anything I didn't want you to see, I could have it sent to the office.
0: Oh, could you? I didn't know you were important enough to receive personal mail at the office.
1: Leonora, that's enough. Bert Reynolds was appointed district manager. I should have gotten the job, but I didn't. Now let's forget about it. Oh, maybe
0: you can forget about it, but Abby Reynolds won't let me forget. She has a couple to do her work now. She can spend half her day in town, but not Leonora Carpenter. No, poor Leonora is stranded out here without a car, without anything. Here's your coffee. What was in the mail?
1: Just this letter for you.
0: For me? It from?
1: I don't know, Leonora. I don't open your mail. Well,
0: you needn't be so sarcastic. Oh, dear, for my cousin Emily. One of those ridiculous chain letters. This letter was started by a holy man in Tibet to end all evil. You must make two copies and mail them to others within 24 hours or the chain will be broken. Whoever breaks the chain will meet with evil. A Navy pilot broke the chain and was killed in a crash two days later. It's a ridiculous thing. Now, who can I send it to?
1: Well, you can burn it and not send it to anybody.
0: Well, maybe you don't think so, but I think our luck is bad enough as it is. I could send one to Abby Reynolds, of course, but I'd have to sign my name to it.
1: She'd tear it up.
0: Yeah, she would. That would be just like Abby. What's the name of the couple they hired?
1: I don't know. Kirsch, something or other, Kertchevsky, Peter Kertchevsky.
0: Peter Kurchevsky.
1: You're not thinking of sending a copy of it to him.
0: Why not, George? Why not? Well, it's
1: absurd. Why you don't even know the man?
0: Well, I send one to him and he sends one to Abby.
1: He probably won't send it to anybody.
0: But he will, George. He's a foreigner, isn't he? And they're all so superstitious. You'd have to send it to her. He not even know anybody else.
1: Suit yourself. Need anything from town? No. I'm informed you're getting down to the office.
0: Eh? You never used to leave so early, George. You used to eat a big breakfast.
1: I'm just not hungry.
0: Well, maybe you'll be hungry by the time you get to town. And you'll have time for a second breakfast at the drugstore.
1: Maybe. You might
0: even meet Miss Holden. She probably has her breakfast there. Yeah, no, She's very pretty, George. Not at all your former secretary.
1: Betty Holden is a very efficient girl. If she's pretty, I've never noticed.
0: Well, notice it, George. Notice it while you're having your second breakfast.
1: I'll see you at dinner, Leonora.
0: George didn't fool me a bit. He never did. After I cleaned up the kitchen, I sat down with a letter. I made a copy and addressed it to Mr. Peter Kurczewski, care of Mrs. Abby Reynolds. Then I made a second copy. Whoever breaks the chain will meet with evil. Then I sealed it in an envelope and addressed it to Miss Betty Holden. George in the living room.
1: Leonora, why on the devil did you send that silly letter to my secretary?
0: Well, it said send two copies, and that's what I did. Well,
1: why Miss Holden?
0: Well, why not?
1: Because it was a stupid and a childish thing to do.
0: Is that what she said?
1: She's too much of a lady, but that's what she thought, and so did I.
0: You and Miss Holden seem to think very much alike. It's a pity you're not married to her.
1: Yes, Leonora, it is a pity.
0: So it's true, then. You two agree that I'm stupid and childish. Well, what other agreements do you have, George?
1: Leonora, if you don't stop, so help me, I'll... Go ahead ahead
0: and hit me, George. Because of a secretary who means nothing to you. Go ahead. Go
2: ahead and hit me.
1: No. That wouldn't do any good, Leonora. You're not worth it.
0: I knew they were talking about me. I could see it in their faces every time I went into town. They always blame the woman when something goes wrong. But they didn't know what George was like. I started going into town every day, whether I had to or not, to show them I had nothing to be ashamed of. Thursday was the day Abby Reynolds did her shopping in the Bon and I planned to meet her there, accidentally.
2: Leonora!
0: Leonora! Oh, hello, Abby. I tried to phone you this morning. Oh? Well, I've been in town all day. There's something I have to tell you. Bert and I know you meant no harm, but... So George has been criticizing me to Bert. Why, no, dear. I mean about the letter, the chain letter you sent to Peter Kerchevsky. Well, what harm could that do, Abby? None. That's what Bert tried to tell him, but he's a very strange man. And, well, you see, Leonora, his wife died yesterday. Oh, no. No, Abby. He got the letter a few days ago. He can't read English, so he usually brings what little Maylee gets to Bert. But his wife got sick that morning, and he took her to the hospital. He he didn't bring the letter to Bert until this morning, and without thinking, of course... Bert read it to him? He tried to reason with the poor man, but Mr. Krzyzewski didn't seem to hear. He just kept staring, and then he turned and walked out of the house. He blames me? He thinks it's my fault? Why did you ever send it to him, Leonora? Why did you pick him? Well, I meant no harm, Abby. I swear it. I, I meant no harm. The Country Hill bus wasn't due for half an hour, so I decided to walk home. I crossed the wooden bridge over the river and turned off the main road up the hill. It really wasn't far, and a few minutes later I was home. Well, almost home. As I turned in at my gate, a man stepped out of the bushes.
2: Hello,
1: Mrs. Carpenter. Who are you? You don't know Peter Kurchevsky, eh? Just stay away from me.
0: Stay away from me, have you heard? You don't know,
1: man, you sent letters to Ah, uh, You afraid, ah, uh, Mrs. Carpenter? Oh.
2: Why you afraid? You killed my wife. You afraid I kill you? I stole
0: my handbag across his dirty face. And as he staggered back, I dropped the bag and ran ran across the lawn and up the steps to the front door that my key was in my purse. Then I remembered the spare key under the doormat. I got it and unlocked the door and he pounded up the porch
2: steps. I, I slammed the door in his face and locked it. Come out! Come out, Mrs. Carpenter! You go away! You go away, you hear? You leave me alone. You can't get away from me. Nobody wants to help you. You don't get away. I wait for you.
0: Trying to get my breath. I could feel Kucheski on the other side of it like a big crazy ape. I, I raced through the house. The kitchen door was locked, and there were the, the stolen windows on the lower floor. I, I ran upstairs to the bedroom. George's service revolver was in the bureau. I got it and opened the window. Come
2: now, Mrs. Karpel, you get off this, promise! Look, I've got a gun, and I know how to use it, do you understand? my word, I did it!
0: He started back away across the
2: building. I fired again. And again. And again. But I couldn't hit him. He backed into the trees at the edge of the property. You're going to pay for what you do, Mrs. Castle. I come back. I see you
0: again. You're going to pay. I gripped the gun and waited until I saw him going down the road toward town. And then I unlocked the bedroom door and slept down the stairs to the telephone.
2: Number, please.
0: Three, four, one, seven.
2: One minute. Castle Insurance Company, Mr. Reynolds speaking.
0: Bert, this is Leonora.
2: Yes, Leonora. Uh, Let me speak to George, please.
1: I'm sorry. He's off for the afternoon making some calls.
2: Is, Is this Holden there?
1: No, I think George gave it the afternoon off.
0: Oh, I, I see.
1: Anything I can do for you, Leonora? Uh,
0: no, no, Bert. Uh, did did you tell George about Korchinsky and the letter?
1: Yes, Leonora. I told him, and he told me why you sent it. Now, is there anything else I can do
2: for you? If George comes in, I'll we...
1: tell him to call you. Goodbye, Leonora.
2: Bert, I meant no. He
0: knew knew when Betty Holden knew. She was with him in town, keeping him there. This is what they wanted. They wanted something to happen to me. Well, there was still the police.
1: I can't arrest him for attempted murder. There isn't even enough evidence for simple assault. After all, it was you who fired a gun at him.
0: Well, haven't I the right to protect myself in my own house? In the
1: house, yes, ma'am. But you were behind locked doors firing at a man out in the open. If you'd killed him, you'd have been charged with murder. You're smart. You'll drop
0: me. You've got to find that man and arrest him. I demand it.
1: All right, ma'am. All I can charge him with is
0: trespassing.
1: Oh. We can hold him until his fine is paid, and that's all.
0: I don't care what you charge him with. Arrest him. Just arrest him. Arrest him. It began to get dark after the police left, and I sat there listening to every sound. Then it started to rain. I heard it against the roof and the windows, and it frightened me. If somebody came up to the house, I wouldn't be able to hear them. Seven o'clock came, then eight, nine, ten. I didn't dare turn on a light. I heard the hum of a motor and the strange sound it made skidding along Country Hill Road. It was George. It just had to be George. The headlights flashed through the windows as the car turned into the drive, and a moment later, I, I heard his key in the lock. To see me, George.
1: All well, the lights were out. I thought you were in bed.
0: Is that what you thought? Is that why you waited so long to come home? Where were you?
1: Where I go is no longer any concern of yours.
0: You were with her.
1: All right, Leonora. I was for the first peaceful evening in ten years, but not the last.
0: But what are you saying, George?
1: I'm going to divorce you, Leonora. I'm moving into the hotel in town.
0: I'll stop you, George. There isn't anything I won't do to stop you.
1: Oh, I know. I can depend on you for that.
2: Uh, what doesn't mean anything to you, George. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know what happened today.
1: I know you tried to kill a man with my gun.
2: How? How do you know that?
1: Everybody knows it. Police are looking for Kerchevsky. You. You have no feeling about what you've done to that poor, confused man, have you? I
0: haven't done anything to him, the superstitious idiot. All I did was send a silly letter. That didn't kill his wife.
1: Well, I don't want to talk about it. All I want is my clothes.
0: You
2: can't have them. I won't let you.
1: Well, then I can get others. Goodbye, Leonora.
0: I
2: forbid you to leave this house. out of my way. No, George, no. I'm your wife. Remember how things used to be with us. Let go of me. They can be that way again, George. Get out of my way. George, don't leave me. You
0: do leave me. I tried to sleep, but I couldn't. The rain got heavier. It pounded on the windows like somebody tapping on the glass. Each time the lightning flashed, I could see the wet ribbon of the main highway down below and the river beginning to wash over the bridge. A shutter tore loose and started a bang. <gasps>
2: Hello? Hello, Mrs. Carpenter? Yes. Yes, who is it? Lieutenant Marsh, police headquarters. Have you found Kuchensky? Yes, the boys
1: brought him in a half hour ago. I did all I could. What do you mean? Trespassing is a minor charge, Mrs. Carpenter. Bail was set at $25, and
2: Mr. Reynolds just came in and bailed him out.
0: You mean he's free? You let him get away? send somebody up here. You can't leave me alone if
2: he's loose. I'm
1: sorry, Mrs. Carpenter. There's a storm emergency. Besides, the bridge is washed up. And I'm tying up a line talking to you. Good night.
2: Lieutenant! Lieutenant! Operator. Operator. uh, Get me
0: Mr. George Carpenter at at the Clearview Hotel.
2: Sorry, but the lines are open for emergency service. I must speak to him. I just must. I'm sorry, we only have three circuits left open for emergency calls. But this is
0: an emergency. I tell you, it's a matter of life and death.
2: One moment. I have a clear
0: line now.
2: Please make your call. three All right. All
0: right. Hello? George. George, it's Leonora. You've got to help me, please. They arrested Kujewski,
2: but Bert Reynolds bailed him out.
1: I know what Bert told me.
2: You know it? You let him do it. You'll want me to be killed
1: took Krajewski home and put him to
2: bed. He won't stay there. He's crazy. You've got to come out here, George. I need you. The
0: bridge is out. Well, you'll find a way to get here. Oh, do you want me to go, man, George? I'll give you your divorce. I won't fight it. I promise you, George, only don't let me die.
1: Leonora, you're hysterical. It's after midnight. I...
2: George? George! Oh, please! George! George!
0: dead. Dead like I was going to be dead. Kucheski would come. They didn't know it, but I did. So I sat there and waited. And then the rain stopped and the moon came out. I sat there listening to the ticking of the clock. It struck one, then two. And Then I heard someone moving outside. I remembered what the officer had said. I couldn't shoot him until he broke into the house. He was struggling with the door. He was forcing something into a lock. Swung, over. He was framed in the center of it, and I fired. <laughs> I knew he was dead, but I could feel him behind me, chasing me. And I ran down the the river. It had almost burst its banks, but there was a boat coming across. I could hear the sound of the oarlocks as it came closer. I was crying with relief. The boat scraped under the shadow of the willows, and I ran down to it.
2: Hello, Mrs. Carpenter. No, Mr. Oh. Chesky. He came closer. His hands
0: reached out for my throat. Hello, Mrs. Carpenter. No. no, you're dead.
2: You can't hurt me. You're dead.
0: My wife, she's dead.
2: You're hurting me. Let me go. Let go of me. Don't move, Mrs. Carpenter. My hands are big, strong hands. I could break your neck easy. Just one, three. My, my, husband,
0: my husband was the one. He told me to send the letter. I didn't want to. He made it. You me. lie, lady.
2: Your husband is good, man. you You're joking me. Don't you like to die, Mrs. Carpenter? <laughs> you like to write letters. Uh, you like other people should die. I mean to die. I I thought you were hurt. I was coming down to get a doctor for you. I... Uh, you just came across the river. You couldn't have gotten down here before me. George! It was George up at the house! I killed George! You killed your husband? I thought it was you! I mean, I mean... Ah, you want to kill me, as you kill him! <laughs> you killed your husband,